Great to have you with us. And if it's your first time to an all-age service, uh, you might be wondering what an all-age service is. Um, what we do is we break up um, the teaching from the Bible, and we have songs, and we have a few activities, and we all stay together uh, for the whole time. Um, let me pray for us before we start. Let's pray. Father God, you are big. Bigger than everyone and everything. And we pray that we would learn of you today, that we would be able to trust you, uh, that you rescue even from death. Amen. Um, so I want uh, everyone to jump on their feet just for a minute. A bit of crowd participation. A few, a few were willing, some less were willing. Um, okay, so what we'll, we're just going to learn our big idea at the start, okay? And we're going to learn it in action. So God rescues even from death. Okay? Should we do that again? God rescues even from death. So that's what we're going to learn. Okay, sit down. Very well done. Give yourself a round of applause. On your tables uh, is a sheet. Um, that has some questions. And it shows us that there's going to be four parts um, to our time together. So there's four parts, um, starting in the top left and finishing in the bottom right. As we go through, uh, it would be great if you could fill in some of the things on that sheet. Um, so there's titles for each of the bits we're going to look at from the Bible. We're looking at Daniel chapter 3, and uh, there's some missing words. So the first thing you've got to do is find out what the missing word is from each of the parts. And then what you've got underneath there is some questions that we're going to be looking at in each of those four parts as well. Some of them are multiple choice, some of them are discussion questions, things to talk about with other people on your table. But it would be good to grab a pen and to fill them in as we go along. Um, if you want to look in your Bibles, they're on the tables, um, you can turn to page 1013. To start off with, we're going to sing, Our God is a Great Big God. We've got some actions, um, so the guy's going to come up front. Um, let's stand and sing, Our God is a Great Big God. Grab your seats. Um, and if you look down in your Bibles to Daniel chapter 3, verse 1. Have a look at, for the big number 3 and the little number 1. Um, it says this, Now King Nebuchadnezzar 
had a gold statue made. That statue was 27 metres high and two and a half metres wide. He set up the statue on the plain of Jura in the area of Babylon. So the first thing we hear in this, in this book from the Bible is the king's command. The king's command. And he's going to tell the people they have to do something. And we need to find out what that thing is, okay? The king set up a huge, and I mean huge, statue. It actually tells us how high that statue was. Does anyone know how high 27 metres is? Any guesses? Throw out some ideas of how tall that other things might be that 27 metres has gone. Any ideas? Some? No, that's a bit too big. That tree out there, possibly, yeah? Okay, here's the statue, the picture on the screen. Can you see it? Okay, we're going to compare it next to other things that you've got, that you see all the time. So a climbing frame. Has anyone got a climbing frame? Or, or, or do they go to the park and go to the climbing frame? Yeah, great. Climbing frame, there you go. That was the size compared to the statue. What about a bus? Has anyone been on the bus recently? Yeah. Double-decker bus? Wow, so that's tiny compared to a statue. And the tree, sorry Sam, it's even bigger than that tree over the road. It is actually the size of this windmill you find in Amsterdam. Apparently that windmill is exactly 27 metres high. I'm not sure why, that, why they picked that height. It's huge, isn't it? This statue is huge. And he was saying one thing. He was saying, when I play music, you must bow down to the statue. When I play music, you must bow down. You know, like in musical statues, has anyone played that game? Musical statues, yeah? You usually play it at parties, don't you? And what happens in musical statues? The music plays, and when the music stops, you have to stop, be a statue, right? A little bit different, because Nebuchadnezzar had the music playing, and when the music was playing, you had to bow down to his statue. Okay? And he said that there was something that would happen if you didn't do that. He said that you would be thrown into some fire. That's a bit scary, isn't it? Um, Here we go, we're going to have a practice. Hannah's going to come up the front. Okay, well done everybody, sit down. That was a little bit like what it would have been like. Because actually, everybody who was there that day was doing it. Everybody, apart from three people. If you were one of the only three people not doing it, you might have felt a bit like Sam was there. I'm not doing it, and everyone else is doing it, okay? There were three people who didn't do it. They were friends. We've met them before. They are Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and they said no. I want you to have a think and chat to the people on your table. Discuss. Talk about it. Is it a good idea? Is it a good idea to bow down to the statue that Nebuchadnezzar is telling you to do? And if not, then why not? Chance to people on the table, is it a good idea to do that? Okay, come back together. Hands up for good idea. Hands up for bad idea. Okay, one of the people with their hands up. Ruth, I'm going to ask you, why, why was it a bad idea? Or why is it a bad idea? It's not God, okay. So anyone else want to fill in? Why would it be a bad idea then to bow down to something that's not God? Okay, what's that at the back? 
Yeah, where, where would we find that? Yeah, you shall not worship other gods. You shall worship me, the true God, the God who has saved you, the, the only God. Now, before we have our song, I will, I'll give you a moment to fill in what's on your sheets. Um, so have a look in front of you. If you haven't fill in, filled in anything from this first part, uh, maybe the missing word or maybe the questions, fill in on your sheets what, what we've been learning from the Bible from that first part. I think there's a question about what, what would the king do if you, if you didn't do it. Hopefully that was enough time to fill in your ABCs. Um, maybe draw a quick picture of the statue. It was the king's command um, that we heard about. And it wasn't a great idea. It wasn't a good idea because God had said, no other gods. And that's what we're going to sing about in this song here. Is God rules, no other gods, but the, but the true God, the God who has rescued. And um, let's stand and sing. was great wonderful singing i could hear you all so loud so that was fantastic um, right next up we're looking at the next part of the story and the king didn't know it yet but those three friends who didn't bow down had been spotted by some people they'd been spotted by the king's advisors and the king's advisors saw that they hadn't bowed down to the statue but has anyone been in a situation where someone's tried to get someone else in trouble? Yeah? Maybe you are one of those people who have gone to the, to the person in charge and said, oh, they're not doing it. Have you ever done that? Would you admit that? Yeah? And there are some people there who did that. 
And they went to the, to the king, to King Nebuchadnezzar, and said, Sir, sir, those people aren't listening to you. And there's nothing that made King Nebuchadnezzar more angry than the thought that people were ignoring him. Because he was one of those guys that loved to be important and loved to, for everyone to make him feel important. And so anyone who was making him feel less important by not listening to him would made him very, very angry. And in this whole bit, the king asks, uh, goes back to the friends and he gives them a second chance. And he asks them a great question. So we're going to look at the king's question and what he asks. If you look at the last sentence in verse 15. It says, then no God will be able to save you from my power. Actually, that's a question. It should be as a question. It should say, what God will be able to rescue you from my hand or from my power? So the king's question is, what God, here we go, it's on the screen. Who is the God able to rescue you out of my hands? It's a good question, isn't it? If he does this, if he throws them into the fire, who, who is the God who will be able to rescue you? That's the question we're going to be thinking about through the rest of our time together. Who is the God who is able to rescue the friends? Who is the God who is able to rescue us? Remember, God rescues even from death. Okay, can you remember what the king said he would do if they didn't do what he said? What was he going to do? Throw them into the fire. That's right. And in fact, he got so angry, he told them to turn it up seven times, even hotter. So hot that the people who threw the people into the fire, they died straight away. That's how hot it was. Okay, we're going to have a quick um, concentration break. Tom's going to come up the front and do a game. Great. Um, There's a few more things for you to fill in on your sheet. Um, There's there's bits about... uh, You can have a look down at your sheet. Fill in your missing word from that section. And answer the multiple choice. Okay, how are we getting on? Yeah, thumbs up? Thumbs up, great. Uh, That was the king's question. The question was, which God is able to rescue you? That's the question we're going to be looking at in the second half. Uh, We're going to have a song. God sits in the highest place, even when the wicked ones disobey. God sits in the highest place. Let's stand and sing. Ooh, I'm going to keep going until everyone's doing it. Ooh, it don't matter what the power wants says. God sits in the highest place. Even when the wicked wants to disobey.
Friends have just been asked what God is able to rescue you. If I throw you into the fire, what God is able to rescue you? Well, the friend's reply is basically, our God can. Our God can rescue us. He can, take, he can rescue us from death. But even if he chooses not to, we won't bow down. So God can and we won't do it. So the friend's reply shows that they believe that God is able to rescue them even from death. They say, oh, God can rescue, but even if he doesn't, we won't bow down. Which God are they talking about? Well, it's not the other gods, the gods in Babylon. They're talking about the God who had been with them from the very beginning. The God of people like Abraham, like Moses, as they came out of Egypt and went into a new land. That's the God they're talking about. Now, for us, following Jesus and following God will sometimes involve scary or difficult situations. It will sometimes mean that people will be upset or even angry with us because we choose to do that. It might not look exactly the same as this situation here. But maybe with you, when you're with your friends or you're at school and everyone else is saying OMG or using Jesus' name in a nasty way. And you're the one child who says, I'm not going to do that. And they say, oh, you're boring. I don't want to be your friend anymore. You might feel really, really bit annoyed, like scared about that situation. You might worry about what they think of you. But actually, it will be great if you remember that our God rescues us even from death, because that will give you courage. That will make it worthwhile. Because it will all be alright in the end. If our God rescues even from death, then it doesn't matter if we get some nasty things said about us. It doesn't really matter if we suffer a little bit. God will rescue us. Um, the friends, they said, we won't bow down. They trusted that God is able to rescue them even from death. They knew that God could rescue even after death. After death, they could be with this God forever. And Christians believe that there is life with God forever for those who have trusted in Jesus. Those for he has died for and forgiven. So we can know that too. The friend's reply is, our God can, and we won't do it. That's what their reply is. Um, just before we go to our song, uh, we're going to fill in what's on our sheets. Um, if you look down, there's some questions. Okay, we're going to stand. Uh, we're going to sing, You, O Lord, Can Rescue.
We're seeing that God rescues even from death. That's what the friends were saying, wasn't it? Our God can and we won't. The three, three friends have been thrown into the fire. That's what the king said he would do, and that's what he does. It says in verse 21, So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were tied up and thrown into the blazing furnace. They were still wearing their robes, trousers, turbans, and other clothes. The king was very angry when he gave the command, and the furnace was made very hot. The fire was so hot that the flames killed the strong soldiers who took them. Firmly tied, they fell into the blazing furnace. That means the fire. And then, and then from where Nebuchadnezzar is looking, from where he is seated, he looks into the fire. And he sees this. He's starting to rub his eyes. He's, is, that, is that people walking that I can see? It's so bright. But yes, it's, it's people walking. There's one. There's two. Four. How many people did he throw into the fire? Okay, let's try again. One, two, four. Four people in the fire. How's that possible? There's an extra person. And what's more, the extra person is bright, shining even brighter than the fire. And the men who were in the fire weren't hurt. They weren't on fire. They weren't burning. They weren't dead. They were walking around. Nebuchadnezzar saw that there was one more, and he described him. He says, this looks like a son of the gods. So from what Nebuchadnezzar can see and the words he could use to describe it, he's saying, this looks like a son of the gods. This extra man walking around in the fire. And, and then the men come out of the fire. We don't get to find out what happens to the other man. But the, fe- the friends walk out. Nebuchadnezzar says, oi, you lot, come on out. And they listen and they come out. And they're perfectly fine. They don't have any smoke. Have you ever been next to a bonfire or a fire? It stinks, doesn't it? Next day you can smell it. But their clothes were completely clean. The fire hadn't even given a smell. They were perfectly fine. God had rescued them. And he'd done it in a very unusual way. God could have said, stop, before they got thrown into the fire. Couldn't he? Could have done it that way. God could have uh, clicked his fingers and made the fire go out. He could have done it that way, but he doesn't. He goes into the fire and he walks with them in the fire. And that's the way he keeps them safe. Do we know of anyone else who, who came into the dangerous place for us? Someone else who would have put himself in danger for us to be saved. Anyone else? Jesus. Jesus does that, doesn't he? He is the God who comes into the world of sin and he puts himself in harm's way so that we could be safe with him, so that we can live forever. That is exactly right, isn't it? This is the God who rescues even from death. And he is right here in the furnace with the fire, with the friends, and he is right here today because Jesus has died 
for sinners like you and me to keep us safe. And he rose again, didn't he? He came back to life. He was the one who keeps us safe even in death. Um, so there's some questions on your page. Um, I think there's some missing words as well. We're seeing uh, the God who rescues from death, or the God who rescues. And maybe there's some other things on there as well. How many men did Nebuchadnezzar count in the fire, and how did God rescue these men? Um, so I'll give you a few moments to fill that in. finishing off now um, but it would be good to have that question what God is able to rescue me that's a question that Nebuchadnezzar asked the friends it's a question that they could answer our God can rescue us he is able to do that it's a question that all of us need to think about what God is able to rescue me remember there were other people in this story the people who couldn't be rescued the people who threw them in the fire and, and died. They couldn't be rescued because their trust was in the wrong God, the wrong people. We all need to be rescued by the God who can rescue us. Um, so I'm going to pray and give you the opportunity to make that prayer your own. If you want to close your eyes, put your hands together, and at the end, if you want to pray that prayer, we'll say amen together. Let's pray. Father God, thank you that this story shows us that you're able to rescue, even from death. Thank you that Jesus is the one who rescues us from sin and eternal death.
Father, would you be the one who rescues us? Would you be our God? And would our confidence, our courage be in you, our trust for all the things that are going to happen this week? When we need to stand up and say, I, I'm, I'm his, I'm going to follow him. Would we know that you are our God who rescues us and will rescue us on that final day? We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.